Hey guys, it's Simon. This is Brussling Unlimited. As it's Friday, and we're here to talk about Friday Night Smackdown. And all I'm going to have to say about that main event angle or segment or whatever you want to call it, holy shit. That gave me goosebumps. It gave me chills. The hairs on my hand or my arm were standing up. Oh my God. Sami Zayn is a god in Montreal. We, excuse me. <clears throat> we all knew he was going to get a very good reception. We all knew that he was going to get a very good reaction from the live crowd, but holy crap. And then him and his delivery, like, sorry, New Japan, but you ain't got nothing that's going to compete with this match tomorrow. I believe they announced that Kyrie and Mercedes is the main event going on last and oh 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 no that's a whole other kind of no but Roman and Sammy is the biggest match any wrestling company can do right now and you can't convince me otherwise at all at all that another wrestling company has a match right now that is bigger than Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn <clears throat> there isn't one Sorry, Cody Rhodes, but you versus Roman is not bigger, and I know this really sucks because it's the WrestleMania main event. But Cody and Roman is not bigger than Roman and Sammy. And I don't think they're going to do this, but after tonight, they may need to call an audible and put the belt on Sammy and make it a triple threat at WrestleMania. Like, they may need to. Like, oh my God. That reaction Sammy got, the Ole chant. They were chanting, fuck you, Roman. Like, I don't even know. It was something to be seen. And I can't even imagine how it felt being in the building. Like, that's a whole other thing. But let me fix my camera really fast. Up it down a little bit. There we go. There we go. That's better. But as far as... This show does go. I want to say thank you for watching live. If you're watching live, if you're later, the YouTube or podcast services all around the globe, like Stitcher, by Google, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live, you can help us out a couple of different ways. If you're watching on Twitch, you can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one. Of two different ways. You can help us out with a tiered subscription. Or you can help us out with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives us a lot, gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and it always gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here for wrestling on limited. Also, remember to head over to YouTube and become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Also, if you see my eyes veer this way periodically, I'm waiting for this damn NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race to restart. It's raining in Daytona Beach, Florida right now, and so that race has been red flagged with 26 laps to go. But also remember, head over to the Epic Game Store. 
head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're claiming a free game or getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, Fall Guys, or Rumbleverse, use our code right here, PWUNLIMITED, at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Trying to get Hogwarts Legacy? Trying to pre-order The Last of Us Part 1? We'll put in our code, P-W-U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D, at checkout, and you will be supporting us. I mean, even if you're claiming the free game, then it doesn't cost you anything. But as far as tonight's show does go, the show opened up with an in-memory graphic for Jerry Jerry. There is then a video recap of the Usos angle from last week's SmackDown. They showed the Elimination Chamber hanging high above the ring because they're going to be in the same building tomorrow, so why not set it up now and just get it out of the way? The show itself did open up with a 12-minute match that the crowd liked it. I'll say that. The crowd was into this match, so that's good. It was Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler against Natalia and Shotzi. So there's a video package that highlighted all the injuries Rousey and Baszler has been in, have been inflicting. Natalia got a good reaction coming out in Canada. Rousey and Baszler got very loud boos. So Natalia grabbed a side headlock on Baszler right at the bell. The fans erupted in boos when Baszler tagged in Rousey. The heels took over and isolated Shotzi on their side of the ring. Shotzi hit a vicious-looking tiger suplex into a cattle mutilation. Rousey did break free, though. Um... <clears throat> Shotzi then recovered and hit a suicide dive. Natalia rocked Baszler with a clothesline at ringside, allowing Shotzi to hit a flying crossbody onto the heels as they went to a break. The heels then took over during the commercial, and Baszler slowed the pace down, working over Shotzi's arm. She sent Baszler to ringside, but Rousey got in her way. Shotzi gave Rousey a DDT on the apron in a crazy-looking spot where she literally spiked Ronda like... Here's the apron. She spiked Ronda. Boing! On the apron. Like, holy schmoly. Um, Natalia then got the hot tag to a big pot. She caught Baszler with a running sit-out powerbomb and got a two off of it. Rousey then made the blind tag, but missed a flying crossbody and sold it like she hurt her knee. Natalia got a sharpshooter on Rousey to a huge reaction, and the fans wanted to see Ronda tap out to the sharpshooter, but Shayna jumped in, and that forced Natty to break the hold. Uh, the babyfaces did regain control pretty quickly, though, and set up for the heart attack, but instead, Baszler pulled out Natalia, and Rousey caught Shotzi with an armbar to pick up the victory. Basically, Natty got pulled out of the ring, got launched into the barricade, and there we go. They're getting these trucks ready to go. Stopped raining, and they've dried the track. So we got a video package, one of many, recapping the Bloodline and Sami Zayn angle. So, Hit Row is just standing in the ring, and they start rapping when the lights go out. Now, even before this, earlier in the show, once or twice, we saw a flash of, like, Uncle Howdy glitch onto the screen. Then, right when this uh, hit row stuff starts, it flashes again. Then the lights go out. Bray, music, Bray Wyatt's music flash. Uh, Bray Wyatt's music hits, and they all start coming out. And I mean, they all, <clears throat> as far as both Bray 
and Uncle Howdy, who they don't just slowly walk out. No, they jump on the apron immediately. Wyatt and Howdy cleared the ring and tossed Top Doll over the top rope. Fans erupted for Wyatt and Howdy. They also took out Ashanti the Adonis. I do want to say thank you to Cold Cuts KC for the Prime subscription at tier... No, the tier one subscription. Really do appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> Michael Cole couldn't help himself and made fun of Top Dollar's botch again, which is kind of getting old. Wyatt noted that he's back in control of himself and his family. He then basically said that whoever wins tomorrow, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, you better run. So basically, seemingly... It looks like at WrestleMania, because I doubt this is a TV match, we get Bray versus either Bobby or Brock. What? Huh? Bray Wyatt wants Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar. Are you kidding me? He what? I did not see that coming at all. I did not see that coming one bit of anything. Like... I assume it's Bray and Bobby. I don't think they would do Bray and Brock. I just don't see that working. So I think maybe Bobby beats Brock again. Bray appears in the ring and makes the challenge. Whether that is for WrestleMania or somewhere else. Whether that's a Raw or a SmackDown. I don't know. But holy smoly. Like what the heck. Bray out here with Uncle Howdy. I'll just chill. Bray's on the mic, man. And Uncle Howdy's just standing in the ring. Like, what? Okay, they're just cool again. Or now, or whatever. I don't, I'm, I'm confused as all get out. I'm really, really confused. So we set up for tag team action. Jameson and Drew McIntyre made their way out to the ring. They show Package Mahomes celebrating his Super Bowl victory of the WWE Championship. Then we got the progressive match flow of the week. It was Mad Cat Moss winning the Intercontinental number one contenders Fatal 4-Way last week. And remember, Drew and Sheamus already came out, so they're standing in the ring just waiting for minutes on end. Moss and Emma then discussed his title shot later on tonight. He said nobody thought he could win last week. Emma noted she believed in him. She praised Moss, who then promised to win the title later on tonight. Then, and this has sparked some controversy, then we saw Ariel Hawani in the crowd talking about Sami Zayn making history tomorrow night. So, they say that Sami's going to make history and this and that and all that. But the big thing is, Ariel Hawani appeared on SmackDown. Now, I'm going to make an assumption here. The reason I think this happened was because, well, Ariel Hawani works for BT Sport. And BT Sport is the WWE broadcast partner in the UK. He's done a number of different things with WWE and WWE superstars because of BT Sport. Yet, it looks like old TK, Tony Khan, was not happy to see... Ariel Hawani on WWE television because Tony Khan had to had to be the little 
piss and moan bitch that he is and tweet out this. You're a fraud, Ariel Hawani. You're as legit of a reporter as Tony Schiavone. Hashtag Rampage. It's almost an hour after Rampage went off the air also, so yeah. What? Huh? Are you kidding me? Triple H should have responded and just said, thanks for watching the show tonight. Wait, wait, wait. I have not seen this. Ariel Hawani did respond. Ariel Hawani did respond to Tony Khan. Hold on. We're going back to the tweet. We're going back to the tweet. I did not see this. <clears throat> Ariel Hawani did respond. Thanks for watching, old friend. Can't wait for our next chat. Also, don't listen to the snowman, Shivani. You're a legend in my books. Okay. But, <clears throat> I don't know if Tony Khan was trying to be playful, making a joke. I don't know, but a lot of people took this as Tony Khan being dumb on Twitter again. Like he tweeted, you're a fraud, Ariel Hawani. You're as legit of a reporter as Tony Shivani. Like, why? Why? Come on, guy. Come on, guy. So then we finally get this 17-minute tag team match that it was fun, but it did feel long. <clears throat> I will say that. It was fun, but it did feel long. So Sheamus wasted no time and went for a bro kick right at the bell. Ivar avoided a missed uh, spin kick. Sheamus then tossed Ivar to the floor and went right after him. All four guys brawled around ringside with the baby faces getting the upper hand. The Viking Raiders kind of got away and regrouped. The Viking Raiders then took over during the break. Ivar slowed the pace down with a chin lock on Sheamus. The Raiders then cut Sheamus off from his corner. Sheamus fired up and rocked Ivar with a clothesline. McIntyre and Eric tagged in at the same time. McIntyre threw Eric across the ring and caught the Raiders with a pair of neck breakers. McIntyre then hit a Michinoku driver on Eric for a close two. Ivar rocked Sheamus with a big boot straight to the face. Sheamus cut off Ivar as he climbed to the top, and Sheamus then hit the white noise to a big pop as they went to commercial break. Uh, back from the break, Sheamus and McIntyre hit the 10 beats of the Baldrin on the Viking Raiders. Sheamus hit a flying knee drop on Ivar for a close near fall. Sheamus went from the, for the brogue kick, but Eric tried to catch him in a powerbomb position. They kind of botched the spot a little and fell over. Eric recovered and did eventually hit that powerbomb. McIntyre regained control and went for a claymore, but the heels rolled to the floor. McIntyre then hit a huge dive onto the heels to the outside. The Viking Raiders did take over when Valhalla caused a distraction. Ivar hit the slam off the middle ropes, but Sheamus broke up the pin at the very last moment. Ivar then hit a flying splash on McIntyre for a close two count. Um, the Raiders then went for the Ragnarok on McIntyre, but Sheamus hit a bro kick on Ivar, allowing McIntyre to hit a claymore on Eric and pick up the victory. So there we go. Drew and Sheamus beat the Viking Raiders. And somebody sent me... Oh, that's just the response of Ariel Hawani. Okay. Somebody sent me a tweet, and they were like, you need to read this and see this. And it was just the response we just saw from Ariel Hawani. 
Let's close that. We don't need that open anymore. They got another video package of the bloodline of Sami Zayn. This was the angle from a Royal, the Royal Rumble. Uh, Kayla Braxton spoke with Rey Mysterio in the back. They showed footage of Santos Escobar handing his mask to Rey. Escobar said he respects Mysterio, who gave him a mask in return. Fans pop for this stuff like they didn't see it last week on Twitter. Cool. Mysterio then talked about his respect for Santos Escobar and the respect that Santos showed him. All of a sudden, up would come Karrion Cross and Scarlet. Cross mocked Mysterio for being a lousy father, well, yet again. He claimed that he at one point wanted to be a father, then realized, nah, it's not really for him. He claimed it was Scarlet's opinion, though, that raised a lousy father. Cross then got in Mysterio's face and told him this isn't over, and I think the two are facing off next week. Also, at about this point, The Miz hit a crazy-ass half-court buzzer beater during the NBA celebrity game that was just shy of actually being legit because, so, there's point seven seconds left. Miz gets the ball. Time runs out. And right as it goes to 0.0, Miz throws the ball from half court and makes it. Yes, Miz makes a half court shot. Holy crap. Miz with a half court shot. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Also, this uh, NASCAR Truck Series race is about to get back underway as they are pulling the cars back on the racetrack. Also, remember, guys, that if you want to get your comment, question, or concern read live on the air, you can donate with a donate button on Twitch. You can donate Twitch bits, or you can donate a super chat on YouTube. Then we had an eight and a half minute match. It was Asuka against Liv Morgan. Match wasn't bad. Very solid. I will say that for sure. And commentary and the outside interference and stuff did kind of pull me away from a lot of this. So Asuka was firmly in control early on as she slowed the pace down. Commentary, mainly Carmella, mocked Raquel Rodriguez as she came down to ringside. Rodriguez and Carmella then argued when Nikki Cross would show up and sat on Barrett's lap. With Asuka sitting on the top turnbuckle, Love Morgan then ran up and hit a code breaker for a big pop. Back from commercial break, Morgan cut Asuka off with a running knee in the corner. On commentary, Cross asked Cole to be her friend. Asuka and Morgan then traded shots in the middle of the ring. Morgan caught Asuka with a middle rope drop kick and hit another code breaker. Asuka blocked an oblivion attempt and caught Morgan in an armbar for the submission victory. So that's twice this week that Liv Morgan has tapped out to Asuka. Does she win the chamber? I don't know. But they had her lose twice to Asuka with the armbar. So does she maybe beat Asuka as the final two in the chamber? It's possible. It's very possible. Possible. After the match, Carmella took out Asuka with a kick. Rodriguez cleared the ring and helped up Morgan, who turned on her, hitting her with a code breaker. Asuka and Morgan then faced off one last time in the ring. Then go back to Ariel Hawani in the crowd. He talked about the Montreal Canadiens not winning the Stanley Cup in 30 years. And said that they're all behind Sami Zayn. And he hopes Sami wins tomorrow. 
Megan Morant then spoke with Gunter and the rest of Imperium in the back. Gunter mocked Madcap Moss for needing Emma's encouragement to win tonight. Gunter promised he will retain the title. And that match is next. The Intercontinental title on the line. Gunter versus Madcap Moss in a 10 and a half minute match. So, I'm just going to say right now, it doesn't matter who he's facing. Every Gunter title defense just feels like a big deal. It really does. So, interestingly, during the intros of this match, Madcap Moss booed. Gunter cheered like a just straight up big daddy baby face. Moss tackled Gunter right at the bell and got a bunch of boos for it. Gunter recovered and grabbed his side to headlock. Gunter then caught Moss with a shoulder tackle and a stiff chop. He had a near fall off of it as well. Gunter then went back to the headlock, slowing down the pace. Fans then broke out into a loud, let's go Gunter, let's go Gunter chant. Moss recovered and caught Gunter with a spine buster to take over though. Gunter and Moss traded hard shots in the middle of the ring. Gunter got the better of Moss to loud cheers from the crowd. Fans then broke out into another Gunter chant. And Moss recovered and rocked Gunter with a clothesline for a two. Moss then hit a vertical suplex and hit a punchline for a near fall. Gunter regained control with a vicious chop. Madcap Moss cut Gunter off as he climbed to the top rope. Moss then hit a followaway slam off the middle turnbuckle for a close near fall. The finish of the match then came when Gunter locked on the sleeper and hit a powerbomb to pick up the victory. The fans then broke out into an ole chant towards the end of this match as they knew what was coming soon. And what was coming soon? That was old boy, Sami Zayn. And God was this fan-freaking-tastic. Oh my God. This reaction, this moment, this is a never-forget-it type of segment. Everybody knew that Sami was going to get a good reaction in Montreal, but I didn't expect this. I did not expect it to be this big. Suzanne gets the hero's welcome to a massive several-minute celebration in the ring and from the crowd. So every time, you know, you thought they were done and Zane was going to speak, well, they kept going. They were chanting really loud. Sammy got his old music back. Let's go! So... That's awesome as well. Crowd. Oh, 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 And they were so loud, we could barely hear Sammy's music. That's how loud these people in Montreal were. They were loud, loud, loud. There was a loud Sammy chant. There was a loud Ole chant. Ole! Ole, 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 ole. And Sammy is brought to tears. Not like, oh, I'm going to make it look like I'm crying. No. He legit had a tear down his cheek. It was fantastic. Fans then break out into a you deserve it chant, followed by another Sammy chant, and another gigantic ole, 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 ole from the crowd in Montreal. Zane finally speaks and notes that everyone points to the WrestleMania sign this time of the year. He said tomorrow, for him, 
and Montreal, it's once in a lifetime. He then goes on to speak in French, and the crowd goes nuts. Zayn then added that tomorrow night is Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn and the entire city of Montreal. Fans are up yet again. Zayn then yells a couple more things, I think in French, and then posed in the ring as the fans sang his song, and the show went off the air. This was a once-in-a-million segment. Reaction moment. Oh, my God. This was wild. Nuts. Perfect. Damn near perfect. Oh, my God. So tomorrow night is the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, but they already announced some things for next week's Friday Night SmackDown. On next week's Friday Night SmackDown, the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, her WrestleMania challenger, will be going face-to-face. Bray Wyatt and the Firefly Funhouse will return. Plus, Karrion Cross once again goes one-on-one with Rey Mysterio. Or as Santino Morello likes to say, Rey Mysterio. And with that, guys, that was Friday Night SmackDown. Tomorrow night is the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. First thing tomorrow morning, I will have my... Elimination Chamber predictions and preview and final betting odds video up in the morning. So you'll get all of that well in advance of tomorrow's show. With that, I didn't do any polls. I don't know why. I'm a dum-dum. So we don't have any polls to get to. So I guess that's going to wrap everything up. And I want to say thank you for joining us here. Whether that's live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Unlimited. Or if that's live or later on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, or on podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. With that, guys, have a great rest of your Friday. I'll see you tomorrow for AEW, no, not AEW, for WWE Elimination Chamber. May talk a little New Japan during that that, uh, podcast as well. New Japan's got a big show tomorrow. Three big matches on the New Japan show. The IWGP Women's Championship is on the line when Kyrie defends against Mercedes Monet or Monet. The IWGP Heavyweight Championship will be on the line when Kazuchika Okada defends against uh, Tanahashi, I think it is. Yeah, Tanahashi. And basically a loser leaves New Japan match, Jay White and Eddie Kingston. With that, guys, again, have a great Friday night, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. After Elimination Chamber. Also, there's an Elimination Chamber press conference. So I might wait till after that. Just in case, depending on who's going to be on the press conference. So, tomorrow night, we will be back live again. Have a good one, guys.